Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of Student CRNA Podcast. This is your host, Jag. Hopefully you had a chance to listen to the first episode. If you haven't, please be sure to check that out. While you're there, be sure to follow so you don't miss any episodes coming up. Today we're going to be talking about 7 common questions from prospective CRNA students. These are some of the questions that I've heard from nurses that I work with who are planning to go to CRNA schools. If you do have any other questions, be sure to leave a comment so we can talk about it next time. Maybe even ask a guest that I'm planning on having on these podcasts in the near future. So question number one, how many schools do I apply to? So personally, I only applied to one school and the reason for that was I was just looking for convenience. Uh, The school that I wanted to go to was about 20 minutes from my house where I was living at. I didn't really want to travel outside of state for CRNA school. However, I didn't do well with my research and uh, really didn't ask him about the clinical site, so I ended up traveling out for clinicals regardless. So besides that, I think it's still better for you to apply to more than one school, considering you have more options when you get accepted. Let's say you apply to five schools and you get into two. That's still a better option for you because you can make a selection on which one is better for you. You can do some more research and then select the ideal one that fits your needs. Hopefully the one that provides you better education makes you a better CRNA once you graduate. So those are the things I will look for. I think applying to one school is um, not really ideal. But if you get in and you know the school and that's the only one you want to go to, then that's fine too. I would recommend for your chances of getting in would also improve if you apply to another school. I don't think you should go overboard with it because it does cost money. You have application fees. So make sure you make selections based on either the clinical uh, rotations that you get, how the education is, if it's front-loaded, if it's um, a DNP versus master's, something that you're looking to do and it fits those needs. Question number two, would I be able to work during school? This is another very commonly asked question because CRNA schools are known for being very strenuous. They're not easy. They require a lot of effort and a lot of studying. The school that I went to uh, recommended that I don't work during uh, my program. And as I got uh, more involved into the classes, I felt like that that was the right thing for me to do. I didn't feel like I would be a good student if I was working just because it's so involved, you have to study a lot and make sure that you have, once you start traveling for clinicals, it doesn't work well at all. However, if there are some needs that you need to meet financially and you think that you want to try it before deciding if it's for you or not, then I think it's okay to try working during CRNA school. I just think it'd be very difficult. However, I have had students in my class that did try it. I don't think that they ended up sticking to that plan um, by the end of the school. But initially, they did do it for some classes. Question number three, how do you manage school finances? This is a very important thing to consider before you apply for CRNA school. So anytime you go to um, higher education or any, or any education for that matter, you need to understand that there are going to be some financial obligations. You're going to need to pay for your school. Hopefully, you have scholarships. But if you don't, I took loans and I think that was the right way of going about it. I worked hard before I started CRNA school. I saved some money up so if in case I wanted to advance my career, I could have some to at least help my basic um, general requirements where I'm paying for housing or food. I had enough saved to be able to do that. 
for the school itself, I did get a loan and I think that was the right way of uh, going about it. I don't think you should get stuck on the whole financial aspect of it solely because you just have to think of it as any investment. You're putting in your time, you're putting in your effort, and you need to make sure that once you graduate out of CRNA school, if the time and effort was worth it. And as far as I can tell, it is. You have a good return on investment. You can get a good job that you should be able to pay off your student loans once you graduate and are done with CRNA school. So it shouldn't hold you back from going to CRNA school if you are only caught up on that aspect of finances. So take the loans and if you're ready to go to school, then go ahead and get started. Number four, is it hard to succeed in CRNA school? Am I smart enough? These are kind of similar questions. Uh, a lot of people that and nurses that I've worked with, even they consider that they're not smart enough at times that they don't want to apply just for that reason and they have no real basis to support that. I don't think that's a good way to look at it. Yes, it's challenging. If you put in the effort though and you study hard and you understand what they're looking for, you, sh you should be able to do it. I don't think if you're, if you're surviving in ICU and you're a good nurse, you do your job diligently and you like to learn, I think CRNA school is something that you should be able to get through. I really was overwhelmed the first two classes when I started my anatomy and biochemistry. It was a lot of work, but there was one thing that really got me through it is that I was learning so much that I was just amazed by the stuff that I didn't know. And just for that, I feel like I was able to get through it a lot better just because I was so motivated and I wanted to really get to learn even more. As time went on, I started learning more and more about anesthesia. I really got interested in it a lot more. And then I knew this was it and it got easier and easier, I'll be honest. As time went by, I felt more comfortable with it. I had a plan and I stuck to the plan I was able to get through. Now that doesn't mean you're not gonna have struggles through the CRNA school. I would think is biochemistry was the hardest for me as a uh, as a prerequisite. But it may be some other class for you. That's just how it goes. And once you get the necessary resources and get through the class, you should be able to do it just fine. Question number five, would I have to move? Now this is the one I kind of touched ba uh, a little bit on with the first question. It depends. Now, first of all, is it your plan to move. If you don't want to move, do you have a school that's nearby? That obviously matters. If you want to stay in the state, you need to have a good school nearby. If you can attend that, then that's great. You don't have to move. But the reason I think this question was important for me to address still is because of the example that I gave you earlier that when I was in school, I looked at the school that was close by to me. I figured they would have clinical sites right next to where I was going to school and all be well. But that wasn't how it was. So you need to make sure if you pick a school that's in your state, you really need to clarify that with the administration to make sure that how their clinical rotations work. Do they send you out of state? Is it all in state? What kind of hospitals do you go to? Those are all important questions for you to ask. If it is a big concern and you don't want to move, then it's important to put that down as a priority and then look for schools that meet that need. Again, it wasn't a big deal for me. I actually recommend that if you are moving around for clinicals, it does give you a little better experience considering you see how anesthesia teams work. There's clinical sites that work with MDAs. There are clinical sites that work under MDAs. There are clinical sites that were no MDAs and you were sole uh, CRNA practices. Uh, again, not to be political, but I don't think it's 
bad to at least know what's what. I think that gives you have to have that in your mind to be able to differentiate what you have when you are practicing independently as a CRNA. You need to know what the benefits and risks of being in a MDA driven or MDA supervised setting. So I think it it was still a good experience for the few sites that I went to that were like that for me to be able to know what I wanted once I'm done with school. And for me, that was independent CRNA practice, which is what I'm doing right now. Question number six, is it difficult for me to manage family and school? Again, everyone's a little different point in their life. Some may have families with kids. Um, You have to figure out what really matters and how you can manage everything at that time. I'm by myself. When I started school, I was by myself, but I was able to go around different sites and travel um, for clinicals without much issues because I didn't have family to bring along with me or have any financial obligations to that. So if you are in a different situation, then obviously you need to address that. I don't think you should undercut your priorities and know what's important. Families are important. And you need to really sit down with your family, make sure you have a plan on how the school's going to be. If you aren't ready for anything because of, um, you know, your family reasons, then you should really make sure that you address that before you apply and get into the school. It will be much easier if your family's on board with it than to just go, you know, without considering their struggles. So people with family in my class, they were really good about managing all that. Take some time out for your families when you're in school. I think that's what really helped them out. They would spend a weekend or spend Saturdays, go out to eat, watch a movie, and take a little break from school and make sure their family get some time with them. As things change, if they're going through difficult times during school or they're in clinical where they're farther away, obviously that might change. But you should sit down, have a plan like that with your family, make sure they understand and you are all on the same page that, hey, I'm going to be in school. It's going to be a lot of studying. I'm going to try to take out time for you guys and let's plan on doing every Saturday for five hours or three hours. We're going to go do this and this so we can all still have a moment together during school. And final question for today is, what is my advice to students when they're applying for CRNA school? I think the biggest thing that we hit on was you have to write a set of priorities that you think are important to keep in mind when you're in school. What are your priorities? You have to write down family, finances, your school life, traveling. How are you going to manage all of that? So as you make that list, I would recommend you sit with your family, make sure they accept it and you all are on the same page with that. And then as things change during school, you revisit that and then make changes as necessary. Don't get lost in all the school stuff completely. It is important to prioritize that as you're in CRNA school. Like I said, it's very difficult. You want to be able to give it enough time so you can make it through. I still recommend your number one priority at that time should be the school. So you can achieve your goal and see the end of your struggle turn into something very fulfilling. Hopefully those answered your questions. I'm sure you have a lot more. Please be sure to comment and let me know what other questions I can answer. I'll be happy to do that. I am still working on improving this. If you like the episode, be sure to follow so you don't miss any episodes. Take care.